Hello, and uh, welcome to one of many podcasts we'll be publishing as we gear up for the 25th anniversary of Oink Inc. Radio. I'm Dan Price, along with my partner slash brother, Jim Price, and we want to thank you for joining us as we present some work we've done along the way. Uh, we thought it might be fun, or at least potentially interesting, to list our top 25 favorite spots from the past 25 years. And so we're calling it 25 for 25. <laughs> this refers to projects that were, you know, fun or memorable or maybe even just marked some kind of milestone along the way for us uh, during those 25 years. They will be in no particular order. We'll just do a spot at a time in each podcast. And so to that end, it doesn't really matter in what order you happen to listen to these. Although the, f- the final five will represent our favorite spots and we'll present those in order, you know, when the time comes closer to the anniversary date. In this installment, we're going to listen to and talk about a spot we did for the Dallas Morning News and uh, through its agency, which... I don't know, I guess at the time was DDB Dallas. They spent a lot of time being Tracy Locke and maybe then even returned to Tracy Locke. But you might know more about that than me. Yeah, I think, actually, I think it was Tracy Locke, then DDB, then TLP. Oh, uh, Tracy Locke Partners or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think. I'm, I'm not sure. So this spot goes way, way back. I mean, it's a pretty old spot. goes back sort of to the days when... You know, you'd have when you read the newspaper. Yes, well, th- th- that, and also one of the things that struck me when we decided to include this spot was, it sort of, um, it did a couple things to make it to this list. One is it introduced us to uh, Jim Horde and Clay Hudson, uh, who way way back then both worked for DDB Dallas, great writers, uh, radio writers, you know as it pertains to us. And we've maintained relationships with those guys for many, many years, uh, you know, afterwards. Jim now, you know, is in uh, New York, just left Havas, where he was doing uh, interesting, yeah, most interesting man uh, stuff. In fact, we'll hear from him in a little bit as uh, he helped us celebrate our 25th in a little bit of an interview setting. So, uh, you know, it marked that. We used to do these batches of spots for the Dallas Morning News, where uh, the the other thing it reminds me of is how back then agencies often would come in and attend sessions. So they'd send, I don't know, there'd be like four or five people at a time for these batches of spots. They'd pile onto a plane. Yeah, there would be batches. I mean, there would be anywhere from like seven to 12 at a time, and each one of them was cast, which would take you know, a week in itself. I mean, they were, it was a big deal. Yeah, you know? they come in, and, and I remember be in New York for for almost a week at a time, maybe, you know, Monday through Thursday or whatever we did. And it was it was great because, you know, it was just tons of spots, tons of ensemble casts, dialogue stuff, which we always like, which I think over the years, you know, a lot of, I guess, brands have gotten away from that a little bit. You know, if I listen to Pandora, it feels anyway like 70% of the spots I'm hearing are, you know, one voice sort of straight announcer kind of things. But these, this was back in, in uh, uh, those days. So that, that was sort of memorable for us. So it marked a couple 
things, which, or another of which, was even the technology used in, uh, in this spot. It was one of the first times I remember doing what we now refer to as an ISDN, which back then it may have actually been a satellite. I, yeah, actually, I think we're the dinosaurs calling it ISDN. I don't even know if people call it that anymore. Yeah, so, so the announcer that you will hear at the end of the spot was in San Francisco while we were in New York, and we recorded him you know, via satellite or whatever the technology was at the time, which this has to go back, I don't know if it's 20 years, but it's back there in that, in that sort of era. And the announcer you might end up recognizing, especially if you're in the industry, and I can't imagine anyone in, who's not in the industry even listening to this podcast, but uh, it's Hal Reine who uh, founded the agency Hal Reine and Partners in San Francisco, which I think now is a publicist and Hal Reine or something like that. At least I think I read that. Uh, he has actually passed away probably eight years ago. That's how old this spot is. And in fact, the older gentleman you hear in the spot also passed away, I believe, also in 2008, which is uh, Joel Crager, who's sort of the uh, banker, I guess, in the, in the yes. spot. But the performance of, of he and Mark Fine, who we just love working with and probably made it into more than one of these, you know, 25 spots we'll be presenting, really made it. I mean, there's some really nice, smart writing, but they, they I just thought the, the casting in this was, was really nice. Yeah, I really liked a lot of Mark's kind of nuancy and mouth noises and things like that. It's, you know... Part of his performance is kind of, you know, transparent, but before his kind of hand is played that he's, you know, a scheming grandson or whatever it was, you know, you can just kind of picture him rubbing his hands together and all that. And it's just like Dan said, his performance really kind of makes this thing. And it, Which is another thing about Martin. One of the other spots we'll end up playing at a certain point for a, a different client. There's one word in that which was all mark in his performance and it's always just a nuance on the smallest of parts the one that i go back to in this spot that you hear is the very last i think noise made in the spot before the announcer comes in it's just him giving it a who kind of a reaction thing and that was you know all him so in any event without further ado we will play the spot for the dallas morning news through as a, as we say ddb dallas and at the time it was called gramps Tom, your grandfather must have loved you. Yes. He left you quite a bit. Yeah, he was really rich, right? He was rich in many ways. Yeah, Tom. was he rich in money? Oh, he saved quite a bit over the years thanks to the Sunday Dallas Morning News. Great stock tips? No, coupons, Tom. Coupons? Here are all the coupons he was never able to redeem. Coupons? There is some bad news, Tom. Really? Like your grandfather, these coupons have expired. Oh. Sales, classifieds, and coupons in the Sunday Dallas Morning News, the story of all of us. One thing I also think back about that spot is that I always found it odd that Hal Reine was the announcer since he was at, owned his own ad agency, but there was something there about... There was a relationship between either him and the Dallas Morning News directly or him and the agency uh, uh, partners that they were like, you know, golfing buddies or something oh, okay. weird, some weird thing I, like that. I remember working with him and it was, you know, he's a very gracious guy and at, at the time, you know, back then you'd hear his voice a lot. I think he was on some pretty high profile campaigns. Like country Time Lemonade or I th something. Yeah, exactly. I think 
I don't want to blurt some out because I'll probably be wrong, but I have a couple in my head that he may have uh, voiced. Um, yeah, and and that just cracks me up again if I beat a dead horse with Mark. I just love his, you know, was he rich in money? I mean, I could just, again, just kind of see him rubbing his hands together and, and, you know, walking down the hallway. And there really isn't any production beyond just the footsteps and the big reverb in the hallway. And, and that's... Yeah, and you immediately sort of get where they are and, just from the... the, the yeah, the, just kind of know. picture everything. And yeah. I'd certainly picture, you know, Mark and, you know, rubbing his hands together while Joel's kind of strolling with his chin in the air in a three-piece suit. Um, but anyway, um, the other thing about this spot is it also sort of goes back to, we didn't write this. You know, this was an agency-generated script, and over the years, and as even these 25 spots, as they start developing, you'll sort of see more and more where back in, in you know, at a certain point, Oink Inc. itself began getting called upon to write original scripts, and to this day, that's almost exclusively what we do. So I do want to give, you know, sort of credit where credit is due back to uh, Clay and Jim Horde. And speaking of Jim Horde, uh, as I had mentioned earlier, he had some nice things to say as he helps us celebrate our 25th. Okay, so what do you think, um, Jim, makes Oink different from their competition? Oh, it's a good question. I think, well, first of all, I think it's their sense of humor. They've got a, a kind of a wacky, bizarre sense of humor, and they lend that sense of humor, you know, to products that you wouldn't normally associate with, with humor. And, and that's not to say that everything they do is funny, but they're really, really good at the funny. You know, they've taken some of their clients like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, which shows like, you know, Jeopardy, uh, you would never have thought of them as like a particularly funny show. It's more witty and insightful, but they really have mastered a level of humor that's sort of this smart humor, intelligent humor, I like to say. And they can pull that off and sort of pull that humor string in a, a variety of different directions for whatever client they're working on. And I think they do it better than anyone else out there does it. So what do you think it is that is their secret sauce, so to speak? I mean, something makes them different from other people who do this. What do you think that is? Uh, I, I don't know. I think part of it goes back to, like, working as brothers. They've got, a, like, an obvious kinship there. Uh, they can joke with each other. they got a shorthand because they've grown up with, you know, each other. It also makes them super tight and super close. And I think one can serve as a proxy for the other. You can talk to Dan, and you might as well be talking to Jim. It's just sort of like uh, they're like the Borg. They've got one brain. And that's not something that you find uh, at any other production company, for sure. I love them to death. Some of my favorite people. All right. So that is our uh, first spot of these favorite 25 spots that we'll be presenting. We'll catch you on the next one. And uh, thanks for joining us. 